Welcome to The Laundry Hour, a podcast encouraging stay-at-home moms to fulfill their God-given and extraordinary purpose in their seemingly ordinary lives. I'm your host, Jamie Williams. everyone welcome back to another episode of the laundry hour if you are new if you have been here for a long time i am grateful that you are here with me and us today Uh, i'm excited about this episode um this kind of series that i'm walking through last week on the laundry hour we talked about the practical how of love Um, looking at the love languages like acts of service, physical touch, gifts, quality time, and words of affirmation. And as I was walking through those, those thoughts and looking at the three scriptures that tell us about how we can love others best, it looked like three stages. So stage one is I love others like I love myself. Stage two is I'm learning to be gracious and sometimes the in the conflict stage not necessarily conflict with another but just conflict with how do i love differently than i'm tip than i typically do and then stage three is loving like jesus um in that dying stage and i wanted to spend some time today just talking about like what that stage two kind of looks like um it's naturally easy for us to love people the way we love them like um, if my love language like I've been using myself as an example my love language is words of affirmation so it makes sense that it's easy for me to love others by giving them words of affirmation but not everybody receives love that way obviously I already told you my husband doesn't receive love that way Sometimes he does need words of affirmation, but that's after, like, he hasn't heard them in a while, you know? Like, people say lots of words all the time, and he's just like, words don't mean anything if your actions don't, you know, follow. So it's not that he doesn't like words, it's just that, you know, he needs words with stuff. And I guess I need words with stuff too, but I don't know. That's neither here nor there. That's another time of me (laughs) soul-searching my heart and stuff. But anyway, so that's stage two. How do we deal with the conflict, inner conflict, conflict with one another? And and I think that happens through um, spending time figuring out how you love, how you love others, and and, and just walking through. Honestly, my first thought about this is like, you just have to walk through this stage, don't we? Like, we can't get to stage three until we walk through stage two. Um, so we just, we just got to start and we just have to go. And understanding that there will be conflict. And unfortunately, a lot of us don't like conflict. I don't like conflict. I don't like conflict within myself. I don't like conflict with another person. I like for things to be easy. I like for them to to take place. Like if I need to change, like, oh, great. I wish it was as simple as taking off my old clothes and putting on new ones, um, which is really interesting that scripture talks about putting on the new self like putting on new clothes. But of course, it's not as easy as 
literally putting on new clothes. Um, but that stage two area is just all about relationship. All about relationship with the Lord, relationship with yourself, relationship with others. In that place of relationship, whether it is a person you just met or the most intimate relationship you can ever have on earth with your husband or your wife, um, relationship requires communication. Like a real relationship, you need to communicate with one another. A real relationship, just, I mean, like, it cannot happen without it. Like, we have no relationship with God if we don't talk to Him and hear from Him. Like, we have no, like, and I don't mean just communicating in the sense of saying words, but like actually talking to one another, actually exchanging ideas, actually exchanging your hearts your feelings what's going on like deep communication in a relationship gets us through stage two gets us through inner conflict and external conflict it leads us on a path of understanding it leads us to intimacy rather than resentment and disconnect um i know it's like cliche but it's true. Like the best marriage advice that we were ever given is to communicate. It's still true. Um, and I think it'll always be true. And I think it's really exciting and sad also at the same time as, as we look at our marriage and then just look at other marriages around us and we're like, why is, <laughs> I don't want to say this in a prideful way at all, because obviously our marriage is not perfect by any means, because no one's ever is, but I'm like, why is ours thriving, it seems, because we communicate, and we communicate about hard stuff, like, like hard stuff, stuff I will not tell anybody, we talk about those things, um, we, 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 share the things that we don't want to tell anybody (laughs) but we also talk through hard conversations there was one time my husband and I were in an argument and we prayed through the argument (laughs) we haven't done that since (laughs) but it was very helpful we talked to God to each other in the middle of an argument the moment conflict happens we want to run away from it Naturally, at least, um, or me. Naturally, I want to run away from it. Are you are you similar to me in that? Uh, that the moment when I see conflict in myself, the moment when I see conflict with another person, I want to run away from it. But the moment when we like attack it head on, so that it doesn't stay there, like it feels so much better. Like so, instead of getting angry at my husband. Like, I can think about how he feels based off how I feel. And I don't want him to feel that way. So then I can not insist on my own way and hear what he has to say. That changes, like, that whole conflict moment of running away I run towards instead. So I'm reminded of the Good Samaritan story that we see in Luke chapter 10, verse 25 through 37, where we see compassion, mercy, and care. But I'm also reminded 
that through the Good Samaritan story, we see that God is merciful on his enemies. We hear in scripture in Psalm 106, 44, that God hears our cry. Joel 2, 18, that God has pity on us when he hears our cry. And in 2 Kings 13, 23, that God feels compassion towards us. So, whether we have conflict with ourselves, conflict with another, we desire understanding and intimacy. We don't desire resentment and disconnect, typically. We don't desire that. That might be the result of what happens of our running away, but that's not our desire. I think we all desire to be understood, to be known, to be loved, to be intimate with God, with others. And we have to allow ourselves to hear them just like we want to be heard, right? Loving someone else like you love yourself. I want to be heard, so I'm going to hear you. I want compassion, so I'm going to give you compassion. I wish you'd act merciful towards me, so I'm going to give you mercy. Yeah. We still have to do stage one and stage two, don't we? (laughs) But it's difficult because it's not like as easy, you know? It's like more takes more effort, takes dying to yourself because now there is conflict involved and conflict means I want to run away. But authentic relationships, I think our, uh, like that's like a word of our culture right now is authentic. People desire things that are authentic, whether that's food, relationships, lifestyle, products, whatever. We want things that are authentic. We want things that are real, that are natural, that are, um, You know what I'm saying? Authentic. I can't think of another word. But anyways, I've heard it said that the health of your relationship is determined by how you handle conflict. Not to say that uh, a healthy relationship doesn't have any conflict because there's no such thing. There's conflict with us and God. Even if it were healthy, there would be conflict because we naturally don't want to do We don't want to lay ourselves down, you know? We don't. Let's just be honest. We don't want to lay ourselves down. That is hard. But how we handle it is a different story. That shows our health. So, like I said a little bit before, instead of me getting angry at my husband when he doesn't hear my words as loving as he would my actions... I can remember how it feels when he doesn't love me the way that I want him to. That's probably how he feels. And I don't want him to feel that way. And rather than insisting on my own way of loving, I can hear his cries and respond with love. So like God hears our cries, I can hear his cries. Like God has compassion towards me, I can have compassion towards him. And other people, even myself, you know, sometimes it's really hard to be compassionate towards yourself. I'm reminded of 1 Corinthians 13, 5, where it says that love doesn't insist on its own way. Mm. Love doesn't insist on its own way. That's why loving like I love myself is only stage one. We have to get to stage two 
and we have to get to stage three. We need to remember stage one because it helps us continually go stage two, stage three. Like stage one is like, oh, let me love you like I love myself. I want to be heard. I want to be known. I want compassion. So I'm going to give you those things. All right, we've gotten to stage two. There's some type of conflict going on, whether it's me wanting to insist on my own way and you um, desiring to be loved in a different way. Okay, God, let me walk through this. Let me walk through it. And then I've basically at stage three, I have to make a choice. Am I going to lay down my own way and love them or am I not? Yeah. Am I going to lay down my own way and love them or am I not? This is an everyday conversation. This is every moment conversation. And um, I pray that the Lord helps us to walk through this in our minds and in our hearts quickly so that we can, you know, attack the conflict and handle it well. To, to keep all of our relationships healthy, the ones with our, the ones with our husbands, uh, the ones with God, the ones with our friends, the ones with our families. Um, conflict is never fun, but resolution always is. Resolution always is. Can I pray over you? Father, thank you for um, teaching us how to love. Uh, that you are reminding us in multiple ways what it looks like to lay down our lives. We can lay down our way of loving. We can lay down our need to be heard. We can lay down our needs and think about others' needs and, and give those to them. Sometimes love one another seems so broad and so big. Um, but looking at it in a um, more practical, yeah, I don't know, step-by-step kind of way it just helps us to understand what you mean a little bit more and how to do it a little bit more. So, ask, so God, we just ask that you would just walk us through these stages with you, with our husbands, with our children, with our family and friends. That we would truly walk on a journey um, in loving you and loving others the way that you've asked us to. Help us not to get complacent. Help us not to run away help us to run towards the the conflict and the challenge of loving um, <laughs> in Jesus name amen if you like today's episode please subscribe if you loved it please share if you gotta have it please write a review I truly would love to hear what you have to say and if you want more tune in next week to continue on this wonderful journey about learning how to love I hope this is really blessing your heart. I feel like it's blessing mine too. And next week, we are specifically going to talk about um, this stage, these stages and how they um, apply to loving God. 
So I'm excited to walk through that with you, and I hope you will tune in next week for it. But until then, I will leave you with 1 Peter 1-2. May the grace of the Lord Jesus rest on you and your families. I love you.